recording this computer. Fantastic. So welcome everyone. We're Naturally Healthy Club, week six. And today we're going to be talking about reprogramming limiting beliefs and obstacle thought thoughts. And so I'm going to explain more about what those two, two concepts are um, today. But this is re a really important part of our journey in because in, last week we spoke about changing like our thoughts and our like um our self-talk like the mind like the chatter that goes on in our heads all day where it's so that's one part of it but then we also need to be looking at changing our like the limiting beliefs and the obstacle thoughts are the things that are like reflection of our subconscious so super fun lesson this week and I wanted to start it with a quote from Henry Ford who says it's one of my favorite quotes of all time like if you think you can or you think you can't you're right either way and so, yeah, like just so powerful, like how our thoughts, if we believe that we can do something, if we think we can do something, we'll end up doing it. When we think we can't do something, we end up not doing it. And so it's so cool to know that that's like it's in our power to change those thoughts and change what, we what we're thinking about and actually get a different result. So let's go through a naturally healthy club philosophy. So I am becoming or I am naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh whatever XXX and it's okay. Um, what can I learn from this? How do I want this to go? Overeating is never worth it. Even just one more bite isn't worth it. There will be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. So I love that concept. Um, it's safe for me to feel my feelings. Uh, there are no bad foods, so we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. And then in terms of our naturally healthy Club process so remember we're on a treasure hunt to find what like your version of this looks like but there's three four parts to it so and the way we remember it is light l-i-t-e and we've been implementing it in the reverse order so we started with e for enjoyment and the thought that goes with that is there's no rush and our key habit that goes with that is putting out just putting our cutlery down and then there's a second habit that goes with the enjoyment piece because enjoyment so so fun uh, at where we are anticipating something delicious. And you know, for most people, I think that's a good habit to get into every day is like every day have something that you're looking forward to. Then T is for tracking. And the thought that goes with that is, yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And the other thought that goes with that is like, what can I learn from this? Because we want to bring that curiosity into the scale and the reason we're tracking is not to beat ourselves up or not to have like good days when the number's gone down and bad days when the number goes up. We really want to be divorced, like separating ourselves and so separating our self-worth, but also separating our emotions from the scale. So it just becomes data and it becomes this thing that we're measuring because what gets measured gets improved. So it's something that we're doing for ourselves to help ourselves like feel good about about what what we're doing um, and then that, yeah so the habit that goes along with tracking is this debt it's weighing ourselves every day uh, and then I is for making intentional choices and the thought that goes along with that is how do I want this to go so one of my like most used thoughts I think and I like was using it today like I uh, what happened today yeah we were out like ended up being coming home late for lunch and I usually like that's my first meal of the day so I was ravenous and I just paused and like because I was just starting to inhale like I was like where's the food <laughs> and I said no how do I want this to go it's like no I want to like enjoy my lunch so I was like right um and toned down the inhaling and got my lunch ready sat down and enjoyed it so you can use it in in any moment um yeah, so it's such an such a helpful thought. And the habit that goes along with making intentional choices is our daily practice where we're just thinking through how do we want this day, what how do we want our day to go? And we're also thinking through um, how like our thoughts, like and how what thoughts we want to be thinking intentionally. 
And then the final part of our process is listening to our bodies. And the thoughts that go along with that are overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. And the habit that goes along with that, we haven't we haven't covered those yet, so I won't go into those. Uh, but just know that we will be like learning that in like in a couple of weeks' time. So if you feel like where you're at at the moment is like, oh, I'm not really good at this listening to my body thing. Of course you're not. We haven't covered that. But the thing is that we don't need to yet. And you can actually make a lot of progress just by focusing on enjoyment, like focusing on tracking and focusing on making intentional choices. And there are some people who will who only do those three, three things and just make like just focus on making intentional choices and that's enough to radically change a relationship with food. So the listening to our bodies is like the kind of the the final piece in the puzzle that can be very helpful but it's also can like not be essential as well. So don't don't feel stressed about that part. Okay, so our plan for today is just got a bit of news to share. Then I'll recap last week's lesson when we talked about our thoughts create our results. And then uh, I'll open up to, I want to hear from you guys, tiny wins. I'm embracing myself for the uncomfortable silence of tiny wins. So start thinking now, like what's one thing that you could share with the group? Like what's one thing you're proud of, no matter how small, or what's one little lesson that you learned this week? Or it could be a big thing that you, that you want to share with the group. Uh, but yeah, start thinking now because I am going to be asking for those. And so we'll we'll do tiny wins. And then we're going to talk about um, reprogramming obstacle thoughts and limiting beliefs. So, uh, And to do that, it, we're going to be doing a, like a written exercise. So if you don't have something to write with, like if you like paper, great. If you don't, um, if you want to do it on the computer, great. But just make sure you've got something to to write with because we are going to be doing a little written exercise there and then we're going to um to get to coaching and i actually have some coaching for tanya it's something tanya posted in the group so but if you if anyone on, live on the call wants coaching as well we can we can cover that um so let's um actually and yeah i might save tanya's coaching for the late call if um because there'll probably be less people on the late call okay so in terms of news uh, so so circle actually released this month they have a new bookmarking feature so which is kind of i was kind of like really i didn't already have that but yeah so you can now if you see a post that you like you can save it like there's a little you know bookmarks say favorites thing so you can save it and then in the top right hand corner of circle there's a little thing where you can see your things that you've saved so that's a really actually it's a cool feature i'm like i'm going to use that as well um so i just wanted to let you all know that and then post of the week prize this week went to Jill. So congratulations, Jill's on the call. Um, and Jill said, logging in to record a tiny win is my tiny win. Um, so this week's goal will be to log in daily. Um, that will be seven tiny wins to look forward to. Wishing everyone a great start to the week. So I loved that from Jill. It was like, let's keep it really simple and let's let ourselves feel good about just doing something really small. So so that was great work, Jill. Um, and Yes. And oh, yeah. In other news. So I have another group called the Secret Society of Intentional Booze Hounds, which is around pretty much basically helping people be naturally healthy around alcohol instead of around food. So just bringing that intentionality into their relationship with alcohol. And so the new group for that is starting in November. So if you know someone who might be interested in doing some work around changing their relationship with alcohol, um, you can just send them to a link to um, I'll put the link in the chat you can just send them that link and then they can find out more about it um, about it there I've got a, like a free video for them to to get a taste of what it's like okay so last week's call we yes we spoke about this idea that my thoughts create my results which is like that's the type of coaching that I do it comes from cognitive behavior therapy and this like this whole concept has totally changed my life. Like it's changed changed my business life. It's changed my relationship with food. It's changed my uh, sex life. It's changed my marriage. It's changed other relationships. Like it's so so such a useful thing. And so as we spoke about last week, so what is um this like we just spoke about this idea of self talk and just that those moment to moment thoughts that we have. And how, why, like how this works and why it's important is, uh, so how like human brains work is like 
the way I remember it is T-E-A. So we have thoughts, the T, that, and the thoughts create our emotions, the E, and then the emotions drive our actions. So we think some stuff and then we feel a certain emotion and then like we take action based on how we're feeling. And that, of course, determines the results that we get because, you know, the actions that, that we take. And it's interesting, I didn't mention this last week, but you, we can be taking like the same action, but if it's fueled by a different like thought and feeling, like like it can actually result as, as getting a different result. So on the surface, it might look like we're taking the same action, but when you look at like the result that you're getting, if, you, if you're being fueled from a positive place, you can get a positive result. Whereas if you're being fueled by like negative thoughts, it can actually, you know, it can seem like the same action on the surface, but not necessarily turn out to be the same action. So this, yeah, this is, is big. And there's two types of thoughts that we, that we need to address that, that play into, into this equation of thoughts, emotions, actions. And so the first is that we discussed last week is, is the self-talk and just the, like the unconscious thoughts that are happening and running all, all the time. And then the second is other like subconscious beliefs. So the beliefs that like our, our subconscious has and we need to address both. So last week we spoke about the conscious self-talk and then today we're going to be like talking about these subconscious beliefs. So to backtrack from last week's lesson, so there's kind of like how to how to address the self-talk piece and how to use self-talk to your advantage. There's three steps. So the first step is just bringing awareness to what's happening and just tuning in, like starting to watch and observe in your brain, oh, what am I thinking? And so like my example at lunch today, like I was like coming home and I'm like, I'm like, it's really late. I'm starving. Like that was my thought. And so I, if I had have just let that play out, like, and so my, like that thought that, so I brought awareness to it. I noticed that I was thinking that and I could observe. So the second step is to observe. And so, cause it was observing myself, like grabbing, grabbing. And then, um, and then the third step is to choose a different intentional thought. So with that example, what I, the thought, the intentional thought I chose instead was how do I want this to go? And that question led me to be thinking about, yeah, I want to enjoy my lunch. I want to sit down and have a nice meal. And so when I, so when I thought that, like, I want to sit down and have a nice meal that calmed me down. And there was probably another thought in there about like, I can wait a few more minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to die. And then I was able to like, get the lunch ready, you know, cook things, get things for the boys as well. And it wasn't this big drama. Whereas if I had have not had any awareness of those thoughts and if I had have just been thinking, I'm so hungry, I'm going to die. Like I'm that's really hung- like, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. Then I would have had a very different result from that, that lunch. I probably would have ended up overeating and not feeling great. So, and not really enjoying the food either. So that example, so yeah, the, the, the step is like awareness, observing how like the thoughts are playing out and then choosing different thoughts. and. This is a skill and it's going like the more you practice, the more you, and the more you have success with it, like the easier it's going to get, but it's going to feel awkward at first. And there'll be times where you forget to tune into your thoughts and you don't really observe and that's okay. Like it's just all part of the journey. And so we want to not judge ourselves, but what we want to do is just bring the curiosity and just practice and just know that like the more you do it, the more you'll you'll get better at it and the easier it'll all become and like one thing that you can do to kind of facilitate that is to actually like have some thoughts that you're working on in your daily practice so um like if there's anything from our process or anything from our naturally healthy cup philosophy like if there's a thought there that you think yeah like i think that would be helpful for me in my um you know, in my, in my life, like in, in my day-to-day actions, like the one, you know, the first, what is it? Uh, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites, you know, like that might be something that you might like to practice in your daily practice. So that was, and yes, yeah, so the other thing w- that we spoke about last week was I gave you examples of how to use change, like of using self-talk to change behavior. So uh, for example, 
this is like when you're thinking like you, you know you've had enough and you're thinking like this is so good I want more of course if you're thinking that thought it's just going to kill you to overeat so the anti like a, a, a different thought that you could think instead if you're noticing that thought coming up could be like overeating is never worth it and when you think that you're like oh yeah that's right it's not <laughs> and um and another example could be uh another one that comes up for me all the time is like oh it won't matter if I just finish this off like I even thought that tonight at dinner time it won't matter and then I but then I the thought that the antidote like the different thought to choose with in that is like even just one more bite isn't worth it so I thought oh it won't matter and then I thought no one more bite isn't worth it and I just I left like you know a few mouthfuls on my plate and that felt really good and so now I feel comfortably full but not not over full so and I gave you other examples last week as well, but I don't want to spend too much time on that. But that was last week's lesson in a nutshell. So did anyone have any questions or has anything come up for you since we had that lesson last week over the over the time? Curious to see. I can share something. Mm. Amazing. Go, um, Lizzie. Having to weigh every day, uh, I noticed that I was not looking forward to it. And then, because uh, I would hear myself, oh, you're going to weigh more. And right, so you noticed that thought. Yeah, and then I said, oh, just be curious. You don't know. So I get on the scales, and sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. But when I looked over the six months six weeks so far i'm down seven but it's gone like this yeah and it, which is exactly what it's supposed to be doing yeah yeah and so um just having that energy of not wanting to get on the scale and going oh just be curious you don't know just it's a turnaround for me to be curious about my weight yeah instead of judging myself <laughs> amazing so this is a huge 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 win Lizzie. yeah and that's, that's a, and a beautiful example of of the like using your thoughts like see how like because your thoughts were oh it's probably going to be up so then you're feeling like resistance and you're feeling like i just don't want to do this whereas if you when you tell yourself just be curious then like you're feeling curious and it's not such a big deal yeah so that's a great one for everyone. Thank you for sharing that, Lizzie. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to share a, a tiny win in the group? Or have you got any questions from last week? Okay. Christine's posted. My tiny win is from dinner Saturday night. Um, realized towards the end of the meal that I wasn't really enjoying the delicious dinner as much as when I started. Always happens. Um, I did have an impulse to keep eating to finish up the steak which was amazing and we don't have it have it that often I love steak too uh, but then I realized it was um, realized it was necessary and pushed my plate a bit toward the corner of the table not finishing has always been a challenge for me so this was a huge um, victory for me I love it Christine yay and also like then you like you've got leftover steak that you can enjoy later but yeah I, and that's um when we get to talking about like listening to our bodies that like that that taking that action of putting the plate like move when I feel that I'm full like if you're in a restaurant like putting the serviette over the plate or actually moving the guys actually when we're at home I actually get up from the table and put the plate in the kitchen because if I leave it there even though I've had enough and I've coached myself I'll still like I often pick at it when I don't need it and don't really want it so, but uh, like that can be a, a helpful. So it's great that you like you noticed that that Christine, amazing. Okay, um, is anyone? Yeah, I can I can share a little. Um, I've had a really bad week. I don't mean a bad food week, but just like a very traumatic. A life. Week. Oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah. So, so I haven't been sleeping, and I have been doing the weighing, and I've actually been eating. Um, you know, I've been eating thoughtfully, but. I've always known this intellectually, but emotionally, I always forget it. That if I don't sleep, I always weigh more. Um, I mean, I don't know why, but 
the next day, if I don't sleep, my weight is haywire. Usually my eating is haywire too. Yeah. Right. But so this time, so, so all week I've been getting on the scale and it, it's been up and I've been just telling myself rationally that, you know, I've, I've also been writing down everything I've eaten so that I can't make it bigger or smaller in my head. Right, <laughs> so, right. So that's, so that, do you find that helpful? That rationally, this is just because I haven't slept and I'm retaining that, so I'm retaining water and and it's okay. So I have in some ways come to terms with the daily weighing. Um, so that's my way. Amazing, amazing. So, and that thought, and it's okay. Like, like, so you're able to like be okay with it. Like, do you think that's the thought that's helping you, Judith, to do that? Uh, yes. I think, I think, um, like, um, um, Lizzie said, it's, um, it's sort of, I've become sort of separated from it and less emotional. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, unfortunately, it'll probably become one of my obsessions now. <laughs> um, weighing all the time, every day. But um, yeah, I have had that sort of sort of intellectual curiosity about what I've actually been eating and how it's affecting it, and how it goes up and down and up and down. But generally, it is going down a little. So, yeah, amazing, amazing. So. Um... So you feel you're feeling like do you find you're mostly feeling curious when you're like in that moment when you're in, when you're um, my first response is always emotional um you know self loathing when I look at it but I've been flipping from the emotion into the um the intellectual so right right, been- right so that's but huge my, my big my big failure is that I haven't been in circle or written anything in there or been active so right that's okay (laughs) that's all good yeah yeah like sometimes we have like like sometimes we have weeks that are like that and that's okay and if you feel like because it you know there's some people who do the like be in the naturally healthy club never post anything in circle just do the work on their own and get the results that they came for so the circle is like it's it's a nice to have I think it like for me it's really helpful but you know you don't have to be doing anything like like that so yeah don't feel like it's a it's a loss Judith yeah well that does that feel good like it like like that you're able to like coach yourself in that moment and go from feeling emotional to to being like rational with it Mm -hmm. yeah I've actually I, I, I went back into my um old emails and notes from when I did um, a DBT course about eating and I started reintroducing some of those you know changing changing the direction of my thought processes right I've been back using my rubber band oh so tell me about the rubber band so um if you wear a rubber band on your wrist and you have um a thought that's going down down a dis you know disruptive route so either you know judgment or self-loathing or you know wanting to eat emotionally and in the wrong way apparently it works and I think it does sometimes for me is that if you ping the rubber band that slight kind of slap can change your thought process Right, so it puts in pattern, but it's like a pattern interrupt to yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah. a small electric shock, a small electric shock <laughs> therapy, <laughs> like administering home electric shock shock therapy. Right. Yeah. Okay, but you find that you find that helpful. Um. Yeah, I do actually. Okay. Do. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Thank you for sharing that, Judith. Keep it's better than walking around going like this. Yeah, 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 that's right. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, dude, it's just electric shocking itself again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Keep up the amazing work, Judith. That's awesome. And, like, great that you're here. Yeah, I appreciate you. Yay. Okay, any more tiny wins? I have something. Oh, Marisa, I love it. Um, it's a, 
I guess a non-scale victory. Um, so I had some blood work drawn on Saturday and um, I have, I have kidney disease and my, my kidney function went up like one little point, but that's okay. But my cholesterol went down like 10 points and my triglycerides like dropped by like 50 points. Oh, amazing. And my hemoglobin A1C went down um, from 6.2 to 6. And I think it's a combination of food and exercise. When when I signed up for the Naturally Healthy Club, I also joined a gym. And so I've been consistent with going to the gym two to three times a week, um, working out with a personal trainer. And so um, I haven't lost any weight, but... <laughs> these are positive reinforcement yeah and positive things so tomorrow i go to my doctor and he should be happy that things are moving in a good direction and um because he's been probably waiting for something to move in the right direction (laughs) for a while but um yeah i do do want the scale to move um but you know i'll take these other things um because i felt like uh I don't know. I just felt good that like the, I'm like the triglycerides just dropped out of nowhere. And I don't know if that was that, that probably is the exercise. I don't know, but um, it's, it's all good. It's so. all good. Yeah. Let's celebrate it. Let's let yourself feel good about that. Right. So like, yeah, like I'm making, yeah, making progress. I'm doing something positive for my health. Like, yeah. So good. Yeah. That's a big win. <laughs> Yay. Amazing yeah okay so let's talk subconscious beliefs so um oh yeah thanks for posting in the chat melissa and it's always good to get a bit of positive reinforcement in the chat too uh so with subconscious beliefs um i'm just pin me again sorry so i when people used to talk about this sort of stuff i used to be like it sounded really scary and like kind of mystical to me and a bit (laughs) woo-woo And like, especially when people would talk about like hidden self-limiting beliefs, I'd be like, what, like, how, how, like, what are they? How do I, like, I just didn't get it. Um, and I used to be afraid of it but until like I discovered coaching and I learned more about it, of course, since like knowledge is power. And so really when we talk about subconscious beliefs, they're really like just thoughts that we keep thinking like that we that, that we have been generally thinking for a long time and so what's what I when I want to think of the subconscious beliefs as just like habitual thoughts like a habit brain of like thoughts that we think on purpose like that we think habitually then it kind of made more sense to me and why why we've evolved with this is that it's just a way for our brains to conserve energy because our brains are very energy intensive and so they're always looking for, like always looking for ways to be more efficient and anything that helps our brain be more efficient has like an evolutionary advantage so the good news is that we can use that efficiency and that efficient system for good so pardon me and what we want to do is just like program intentional thoughts, like rather than just being thinking random thoughts, actually think thoughts, like actually be more intentional about the, the beliefs that we're programming into our subconscious so that we can change them so that they become actually things that are, that are, that are helpful for us. And I've mentioned this before, but like one of the reasons why you know, people can lose weight but then don't keep it off is First of all, like if we're doing that using restriction or willpower or things that aren't sustainable, that can be like, you know, crash dieting and those sort types of things. That That's one reason why the weight comes back on because we can't keep doing whatever behavior it was that we were doing to get to lose that weight in the beginning. But more importantly, I think, is that like when we do that, we haven't done any work to change the subconscious beliefs and like to change our like identity and change our self-concept like the way we see ourselves so if we keep believing that we're going to struggle with our weight and that food's a problem and it's it's tricky and it's hard or that you're addicted to sugar like 
the, if you keep thinking that and if your subconscious still believes that and your habit brain is still thinking that, that those thoughts, then that's how things play out. And so you can lose weight, but then it comes back on um, or you, you, know, you find it really, really challenging. And so remember, we started with the Henry Ford quote, if you think you can, and you think you can't, you're right either way. So what we want to do instead is actually use our conscious brain to program, to reprogram our subconscious brain. And so, and the cool thing is like that the conscious thoughts that pop up into our head, they're, they're a reflection of our, like our sub, what, what our subconscious believes. So we can like by bringing more awareness, we can kind of like see, oh yeah, this is what my subconscious is thinking. And we can like choose like choose to think thoughts on purpose that are different to that and and uh, and take it like you use that to like use the like just observing and, and figuring out like noticing what those thoughts are we can just like know okay I need that's not that's not a helpful thought for me to keep believing and then we can reprogram we can program reprogram by choosing to think thoughts on purpose um so we're going to do an exercise now and so yeah actually i haven't explained so obstacle thoughts and so that obstacle thoughts and limiting subconscious beliefs are just they're really like two different labels for the same thing so they're these thoughts that we have these beliefs that we have that are that aren't helping us and and that we want to reprogram so I thinking of them as obstacle thoughts can be helpful because that's that's one way to kind of categorize them and or thinking of them as limiting subconscious beliefs like whichever one of those feels more comfortable for you to to you to when you're thinking about this like either or like I kind of use them interchangeably so we're going to do our exercise now and it's really just answering this one question and we want to just get as many reasons and like all the excuses all the stories all the reasons and i'm just going to type it in paste it in the chart oh come on what's going on everyone yeah so the thought is like why aren't you at your ideal weight already the, well sorry the not the thought is the question is why aren't you at your ideal weight and so we just want to we're just going to take five minutes now to brainstorm like just all the thoughts that come up don't judge them just let them come out if you're writing on paper great if you're writing in a if you want to open up a new note on your computer go for that or on your phone um so we're just going to have a timer for five minutes and we're going to do some writing and just see what comes up does anyone have any questions before we dig into them well they're often writing already i love it amazing
mutuals. Okay, so just give you a few more seconds to finish whatever thought you were on there. So I want you to look through that list now and like just scan through and see like is there anything here that seems like what has the most emotional charge for you? Like what seems like the biggest thing or the biggest opportunity or the one that's like the most true? Like what's the the thing that's uh, that really jumps out at you when you look through this? And you can type in the chat. Fear. Okay, great, Rafa. So do you want to, are you, are you okay? To, it would be great if we like do an example of coaching this. Are you okay to, to chat about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I have maybe like a list of eight things here and three of them had afraid or fear in it. Um, afraid of failure, afraid of change and fear that I, I can't actually do it. Um, because I, I feel like even if I could lose one pound, I can't seem to keep it off. So I just have fear of just not being able to do it. But even if I was able to do it, I'm afraid of the changes that would happen. Um, right. I'm not quite sure why. Yeah. Okay. So what, 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 do you, do you have a sense of what those change what what those changes would mean like what's going to um, change like my wife is overweight and like i think that would be like we lost weight together once and things were great but i remember when before that somebody asked me i was losing weight and somebody said oh you look great and and they asked me, oh, you know, what's going to happen when when you lose weight and, you know, your wife doesn't lose weight with you. And it just, I don't know, things aren't great to begin with. So I just feel like that would be a problem. Right. And, yeah, of course. Um, it's It sucks. One of the things on this was I want help from my wife. Um, she won't even walk with me and that's like something that I need to do and it's it just sucks because I I just am afraid that that change would would be detrimental to the relationship part of my life yeah yeah but of course that sucks because I really want to change yeah this is huge, Marisa, to uncover that. Yeah. 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 And of course that fear is coming up. Yeah. And so when you when you're thinking about that, like like so of course like the subconscious, like there's a fear of like you're gonna lose your relationship. Like that's huge. Right? So you don't want to do that. So of course like that's gonna be like something blocking you from from actually changing right. yeah yeah but the thing is that like our subconscious brain isn't always rational and yeah like 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 do, do you do you feel that that's really true that if you like were to change if you were to lose weight that that I just, I feel like we already have issues that revolve around our body images and things like that. And like, I just feel like, you know, things change over years. We've been together for almost 20 years. And mm, so, right. you, you know, it things just change. Um, and, but I am afraid of, of, changing myself on purpose <laughs> and that what that change might do like people maybe noticing me or you know having other relationships with other people it's, it's just hard and so I I feel like you know just like I'm not supposed to or maybe it's just it's like a block yeah yeah it's totally this is this is like a perfect example like 
I know it doesn't feel really great. But no, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't it? But yeah, like, but like, good a, example. Yeah, 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 good example of a, like a conflicting desire because it's like that feels unsafe, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if like a um. So what we want to do is when we recognize these, we don't want to discount them and tell ourselves, "Oh no, that's not true." Like you. Know, but what we want to do is like find a way, like find a belief that we could have that's kind of like a bridging belief that that kind of counterbalances that that fear fear belief um, yeah so i'm wondering if like cuz like if something around along the lines of like that it would it like cuz it's like there's a safety issue it sounds like there's a safety issue for you like it doesn't feel safe to change Cause it, and mm-hmm. that's where the fear is coming from because it's like it's unknown. Mm. So I'm wondering how like if you had a belief that like that it was that it's safe to me to change slowly, if that would. Mm. No, because it doesn't have to. Yeah. Um, I guess it's the changes that are happening now are going slow anyway. So nothing's really moving other than you know maybe the the non-scale victories um i don't know so so how would how would you how would you go about changing this though like pretend that I don't know. I guess I just want to know, like, what am I supposed to be thinking, I guess, to to change this fear and fear of failure or fear of change? Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, I think the, the fear of failure, it's the, it's the fear of more, the fear of being different and the fear that this change is going to, like. The problem. Yeah. Is that's the that's the the bottom of it like the fear of failure is probably just a bit more of a surface one mm-hmm. yeah so yeah we want to bring safety into that that feeling and the, I guess one thought that might be helpful Marisa is like like life's always changing like everything's changing anyway right so change is inevitable change is inevitable yeah mm-hmm. And I can handle, well, maybe even like I can handle change. Or I, this is a this is a change I want. No, that's good. Does that feel? Yeah, and notice like if if it, we want to like notice how the thoughts, new thoughts, feel in our body. So if you're thinking like this is a change I want, this, good, this it's going to change it. Be like, good for me. This change will be good for me. Yeah. it really would be (laughs) yeah cool cool tell me more about that well i mean as far as my health i i need to lose weight but i also i just want to feel better like i'm yeah i want to be able to get up in the morning and not have like every joint in my body crack and creak and be in pain because i'm you know morbidly obese i want to be light and feel like i can move around easily and you know just jump up and say to my dog let's go for a walk and and run out the door and get you know get half of my exercise in before i even go to work right now that's like you know it's it's tough we took a little walk around the block yesterday and that was like the first walk that we've taken in a long time and it's like it was 12 minute walk and it was like killing me (laughs) right right but you did it yeah but I did it but it it definitely would be nice to be able to like you know be able to walk for a half hour before work and be like feeling accomplished and not have it be like a chore um so I, I I do want I want the change because it's it is good for me. It will be good for me. 
Yeah, cool. So this that's the new thought to start programming. Because then when yeah. you're telling yourself this will be good for me, that feels safe, doesn't it? Like this is in my best yeah. interest. And that's going to counterbalance that. Yeah, and like the relationship, you'll navigate that. Like it'll be, you know, it'll be what it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. So that for like this change will be good for me. I'd add that to your belief plan, Marisa, mm-hmm. and just like I have it on a post-it note, and then every day like be writing yeah. that that thought, writing that belief down. Okay. Amazing. Sounds good. Hey, well, thank you for being an excellent example. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, this is a change that you deserve. That's a good thought too, Judith. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Lizzie said managing food with my husband has who has a completely different body type. So that's the obstacle thought that's come up with for you, Lizzie. So again, we want to like find a like a new thought that's going to to help you with that. Like and um yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, is, is that really, like, a, a big obstacle, do you think, Lizzie? Like, or is there something else that built underneath that? Well, it, it's an obstacle in the sense that he does a lot of the cooking. Right. So he, um, his body type is he just burns fat fast, fast, fast. And he's very lean and um, skinny. And so he adds a lot of olive oil to anything that he's making right. for us for dinner and so um and his and the portions are big and so i've learned to say okay just give me this much and so that's good but there's also a piece of um how do i want to say this is and maybe it's just a turnaround of setting boundaries with him on portion size yeah right uh, versus the content of what he puts in to the um stuff he's making yeah i don't know i have to play with that yeah and there's, there's... i've just been kind of quiet about it and um but different but when you live with somebody with a completely different body type how do you get to know the body of that person and what they need and the body of you and what you need because everybody has you know different body types have different needs yeah yeah of course so they they do but it's really the quantity getting the quantity like the portion size that you've identified is really the key there and so you can he can have a different body type he's just his plate's going to be a lot more fuller than yours (laughs) And that's yeah. okay, like because you're going to have the first, you're going to have the most delicious first two bites anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think like yeah, maybe the thought for you, Lizzie, is like, like yeah, like I can, I can manage, like I can, I can choose the appropriate portion size for me. Yeah, and maybe it's like you have a conversation with him and you actually start serving up like your own portions rather than him serving for you yeah we did that last night and there was for the first time there was leftovers right and so he was pretty excited about that because now he doesn't have to make himself lunch (laughs) yeah exactly exactly there we go there we go so yeah that's been the obstacle since I got married to him almost five years ago I went from weighing 150 to 185 wow and I, because i wasn't in control of my own food and my portion sizes and i, I just yeah yeah so anyway yeah so that's the thought like oh like i want to control my portion sizes and that's enough yeah it's enough yeah i want to control my portion sizes and that back to 185 back to that 150 easy yeah. <laughs> yeah does that feel good jo? oh yeah. sorry, sorry lizzie <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah great great okay so um yeah and sometimes like the things with these 
like for everyone, like sometimes with these like obstacle thoughts and these unlimited beliefs, sometimes they are more like just practicalities and sometimes they are the more these like deep-seated fears and that's cool. Like it doesn't, different things come up at different times and this isn't like a one and done thing where you just figure it out now and it's all solved forever. Like things will come up as you change, as you go through and it's just we're, we're doing this exercise now to identify thoughts that are going to be helpful but just any time you notice like, oh, hang on, I've got this belief because like a lot of things can come up about, you know, I'm menopausal. So people are like any stories that you have about, excuse me, don't know why I'm burping so much. Uh, really disgusting. Uh, yeah, like any story about like being menopausal or like it's in my genes or um, I love food too much or I have no discipline, like any stories that you tell yourself about why you're not losing weight just you want to be onto those and just notice them and like ask for coaching if you if you if you if you want to unravel those because it's never for it's never because like it's never because of your genes it's never because of your men like being menopausal it's never because you love to food too much it's just because you're eating more than your body needs and so like we want to unravel that that okay so let's look at who else is post in the chat um not taking time for myself to plan meal plans such meals this is from christine um to rest or to do things i enjoy without food an issue of self-worth maybe that's that my needs come last there we go we got to the thought there my needs come last right christine are you able to, t- to talk christine to uh, uncover work on a another one for that Yes, yeah, she is. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm post-call on those, No, that's all, that's all good, Christine. So, yeah, like, do you think, like, yeah, my needs come last? Do you think that's the – because this is and this is a really common one for – Yeah, like, it's, it's either, like, my needs come last or, like, that I have to, like, do, like, all this other stuff before I can take my own time. Or my, yeah. 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 Um, so this is yeah like definitely comes up a lot in the group and so and I think like when we have that story of like look taking care of ourselves last like or that we and I think it's like for what most people who've been socialized as women like this is like that's how we're kind of brought up is to like take care of everybody else and then take care of ourselves and so a thought that can be helpful with that is uh yeah, when I like something along the lines of it's on the tip of my tongue now. Like I had a like there was someone I worked with that we had a, we came up with a really good thought. I'm just trying to remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of when I take care of me first, everyone benefits, like everyone wins, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And but this is like a big like you know big one to un to reprogram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like when you think that what it like if you think like does that feel because that could be too much of a step like does it feel believable like when I take care of myself first everyone wins I think it's like more of a matter of degree like right like I need to like you know baby step, step it. it yeah like because like that sounds great but that like makes me think like oh I'm putting myself first whereas like Really, I just want to bump my needs like up the ladder a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, what is there something that's coming up that you think that 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 would be believable? Um, it could even be like my needs are important too. And like maybe something like I'm worth taking a bit more time for myself because that like I'm is worth like it. Not yeah. That feels yeah. good. Would that? because mm-hmm. if you're thinking i'm worth it then you're going to feel a bit more you're going to feel motivated you're going to feel a bit more determined like that could be a really mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I mean i'll work with it this week a little bit um and see if like if i can like come up with something um like with that like um i i know that um like someone else that I like read 
who does similar stuff talked about using like um a thought ladder which might be beneficial for other people where like if if your if your thing is like like um oh I can do this but you don't really believe it you can say something like um you know you know I believe it's possible for me to do this you know or I'm on my way to doing this and you kind of like step it up up. Yeah. yeah yeah But it's possible, yeah. So, yeah, it's softening it a bit. So it's possible. But I like that one of like I'm worth it, because mm-hmm. then it's not about like then there's no like it's not prioritizing. Like you're not having to you're not last, but you're not, and you're not necessarily mm-hmm. first. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Does that does that feel good to play around with? Yeah, I think I think that works pretty well. Yeah, amazing. Great, Christine. Yeah. So yeah, like when you do share in the group when you do like how you get on with that mm-hmm. um okay jill's saying i have fear as well yes yes we all have fear actually let's like yeah like and so like when, when we just did that exercise i was doing that exercise for like for my business goals like why aren't i why haven't i achieved my business goals already and i think the first thing to first four things i wrote were fear, fear-based thoughts as well um so yeah, like we all have fear, and that's completely, completely not. Oh my goodness, is it eight fifty nine? Just know this time. Okay, so um, we didn't get to coaching. That's okay. I will do the coaching on um, on the late call to Britannia, so we'll get that covered. And in terms of your home play, everyone, so just it's like keep focusing work on the on the process. So we want to keep focusing on enjoyment. There's no rush, putting your cutlery down, planning something, looking, you know, anticipating something delicious. I'm going to keep tracking and keep going with those, like bringing that curiosity into it. So we want to keep daily weighing. We want to keep those intentional choices. So working on your daily practice habit and just asking yourself, like, how do I want this to go? And also the, the other thing from Hope Play is to post a tiny win or a tiny lesson in the group this week. And also if you want some help if you like when you if you're listening to the replay and you go through and you uncover your obstacle thoughts or your limiting beliefs if you want some help coming up with new thoughts and beliefs then post in the group and um, in the coaching section and we can do that in the group so have a fantastic week everyone good to see you all and i'll see you guys next week okay bye